Do no. anything interesting? <sighs> Spent a lot of time on the lake. Went out to dinner last night at one of my favorite places in Minneapolis. Mm. Shout out Spoon and Stable, my guy Gavin. Oh, I had yeah. a really nice dinner last night. Good people. Um, and today we're flying to Montana. Go visit my grandma. You are Are you joining us from Montana tomorrow? Yeah. I'll be in Montana, <laughs> Great Falls, Montana. Holy smokes, dude. You have got it. You got it going. All right. Yeah, man. I love it. Uh, speaking of let's get going, <sighs> Jacob DeGrom. The first three innings, I was like, oh, my God, we're going to lead tomorrow's show with DeGrom. He's going to have thrown a no-hitter against the Cubs. And then all of a sudden, he heads down the tunnel, and he's done. Shoulder issue. He thinks that it's not terrible. MRI coming today, but I want to quote him. I'm getting sick of this. Are you worried? I mean, not really. He's seems to me like he's being really cautious with his body, which he should be. I mean, he looked great last night. A kid, eight out of nine people, right? Eight out of nine outs for strikeouts. Yeah, yeah. that's ridiculous. Like the ball is still coming out of his hand, good. Yeah, we don't want to see a guy like Jacob Degrom coming out of games. But every time I uh, read a post-game uh, interview with him, he said, oh, I'm not really concerned about it. I'm not really concerned about it. He's a guy that really knows his body. So I'll trust him until something comes up. But I think they also said that it was encouraging news, like whatever they checked after the game. So hopefully he's out there doing his thing, man, because, you know, he's he's my giant. He keeps you – know, I said he can't win the MVP. He keeps knocking in runs. He keeps striking people out. So he's proven me wrong uh, day in and day out. I love it, man. So we need him on the field. Yeah. Uh, he was unbelievable again. But this is the third time in 11 starts he's left early. First time he had the, the oblique issue, I think, and that's what landed him on the injured list. Yeah. Then he left his previous start with, with a flexor tendon issue, and now it's a shoulder. I, I don't know how you cannot be concerned particularly if you're a Mets fan. I think they've got 13 games over the next 11 days. They've got a couple of double headers thrown in there. So they're they're pitching thin as is. And now you could be without your horse. And, yeah, I, I don't know if they end up throwing them on the injured list. Just say, hey, listen, dude, let's just take it easy here for a second. We've got a five-game lead in the division. You'll be okay. We'll be just fine. So I – I don't know. That sounds like a good plan to me. Right. You want to protect your guy over the long haul. If you think you're going to be, you know, going deep in the postseason, which Mets, the Mets do think that, and uh -huh. rightfully so. Uh, right now they're doing it. So, yeah, I mean, if he needs a little bit of time, whether it's fatigue, whether it's just, you know, the season kind of uh, being a little bit different after 2020, we don't know what it is, but he seems to just have these little things aren't too major. Maybe a, a couple starts, missing a couple starts would be good for him. I don't know. All right, let's move on to New York City's other ace, Garrett Cole. He threw an eight-inning gem uh, in the win up in Buffalo last night. And then afterward had another, I would call it, I think, memorable press conference. Uh, a little bit was talking about how he he can't grip the baseball. It sounded, a, I don't want to call it whiny, but sad-ish. Um, what did you think of his press conference? I don't know, man. Yeah, it did sound a little whiny, and it's strange to me because, like I said before, his other press conference, he's a very articulate guy. He has right. well-thought-out answers usually, but then this whole situation has left him kind of sounding unprepared. I don't understand what, why that is. Um, look, I still will say this, and I'll keep saying it, and I'll keep saying it, Chris sunscreen, rosin, and sweat. The little bit of tack. People do need that. He's right. Position players do that all the time. Get a little tack on the ball so you can grip it and throw it where you need to throw it. 
everybody should be fine with that. I just, you know, they can't use it right now. They're just have to, they're gonna have to figure out how to throw the ball again, I guess. And that's that's not really fair to pitchers, to be honest with you. No, uh, it's not. The black and white enforcement like this is it's, you know, I don't know what we're gonna do about it. It's it's ridiculous, and I'm hoping it doesn't lead to more injuries. I ju- I would just say this. I would go listen to Tyler Glass now from the day before, and then listen to Garrett Cole last night. They d- it just sounded different in their presentations. They might have been covering a lot of the same stuff, but they just sounded different. I will give Cole this point, and I think it's important. He said, we are very close in line with with the league in terms of what we want done to the baseball. We have to – and I think that he might be a player rep too. I think he might be in on some of those meetings. It's possible. And he said, I know that Major League Baseball's got the hammer that they can drop, but please listen to us. And I think if you just wade through the way he said it and what he's saying, I think it's important stuff because it's a lot of what you were saying on yesterday's show, which is these two sides at some point for the good of the game have got to get together. There's such a lack of trust. Um, You know, we saw a picture for the Arizona Diamondbacks yesterday. It was a, a guest on the Rose Rotation call out the former GM of the Marlins when he was in Miami for a time. And Mike Hill, of course, is now an executive in Major League Baseball and released the whole document in the email about what we're doing next Monday. And you have a former player calling you out saying, well, hold on, your organization's the one that told me to put stuff on the baseball. There is, su- And then Hill fired back. He's like, you. well, no surprise, because I know who your agent is in Scott Force. It's just, I cannot believe all this stuff is being dragged out publicly. It's embarrassing, Ploof. And where are the hitters in all this? We're just sitting back being like, we didn't do anything. We're the cleanest guys in the game. The hitters had nothing to well, do with that's, it. Well, hold on. That's not entirely true because you got in a little Twitter beef yesterday with Steven Souza Jr. just got called up by the Dodgers who came out and said, so hold on, go whine about cheating. That That's how you got hurt. There have been a few guys that have come through. And no, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, pitchers did bring them, bring this upon themselves to a certain extent. The organizations helped them. The pitchers did this too. Like, I had some actually, Chris. I want to say this too. I had some people reaching out to me, you know, behind the scenes, saying you got to go look at some of the numbers that Glass now has, the bumps that he's that, that he's gotten. Maybe it wasn't just sunscreen and rosin. So, like, the numbers are there. You know, he said I use sunscreen and rosin. Now I can't use that. So I'm taking him for his word. But I did have other people reach out to me and said, maybe that's not what he's using because, look, here are the numbers. Mm -hmm. I know. Well, that's the thing. You can look at the numbers, and you can can interpret it any way you want. Yes. I mean, really, it's up to you. We we don't have any discernible proof any other way. I mean, if the guy – if they – unless they test a baseball and say, hey, yeah, this thing has spider tack on it. Yeah. what What are you supposed to do? We're we're in we're in a tough area with it now. I th- like you know Cole wasn't wrong when he said reach out to the players. Like we're we're the ones handling the baseball. Did he see my tweet? Because that's what I said. Maybe he saw my tweet and decided to reiterate that. But yeah, people that have handled baseballs their entire life, you know, through yeah through the sweat, through the cold, all that stuff. Like consult us, please. All right, quickly, let's get on to some good stuff. We made the announcement yesterday that the John Boy Media family is going out to the All-Star Game in the middle of July out in Denver, Colorado. So that means the two of us will be there. It means Jimmy and Jake will be there. Uh, it means Kelsey Winger, Pete Boyle, and all the great content creators. We're going to be bringing you all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, yeah, we're staying at a few houses, so look out for that. Uh, we got games. Uh, we got Blitzball coming. We're going to be at the Home Run Derby. 
But the big news is we're actually having an all-star game watch party. And there's a VIP chance for you guys to go out and get tickets. So in the link, if you click that, you can go get a VIP, uh, you know, ticket for yourself. You get a special meet and greet before it opens to the public with us. Uh, you actually get to pitch against our man Trevor Plouffe if you want to. You get to hit against Pete Moylan, a little back alley baseball. You still not – what's going on? You're not into that? I'm ready for it. Okay. I'm ready for it. Is anybody going to strike you out, dude? No. <laughs> well, hold on. I just got – tickets are already sold out? Nina, Nina just put in the chat, tickets are already sold out. Well, Damn. Okay. Well, you know what? Guess what? Then forget that. So, there. Sorry. Uh, hopefully you can you can see us in Denver. That's my fault. I apologize, everybody. Sorry, sorry. Uh, that's kind of we'll, funny. Maybe we'll increase the tickets. I don't know if we can or can't. And if we can't, that's that's my screw up. Then we'll have a Plouffe and Rose meet and greet somewhere. I, I owe you guys something. <laughs> let's let's continue on with the task at hand. Cincinnati Reds, red hot. They've won six in a row as they head out to San Diego. They are two back in the division in the National League Central. Complete this sentence. The Reds will ma remain division contenders all season long if. Uh, two things. I got two. Both involve pitching. Their bullpen has to continue to pitch the way they've done the last, what, like seven to ten days. They've been pretty bad all season long. Mm -hmm. have gone on a good stretch. Got to have a good bullpen. Coinciding with that, helping the bullpen out, our guy Luis Castillo's got to return to form, and he has over the last three starts. He's got to yep. keep that up he's been walking a ton of people this year and so he needs to like kind of calm that down a little bit but uh like i said the last three games he's done he's done extremely well he faced the brewers twice the last outing he went like eight innings with one earned run or something like that so he's a guy that should be like an ace like top of the rotation type guy right. that's the stuff he has they need him to get going sunny grade you know to return from the il all that good stuff but really it's all revolving around their pitching their hitting is been good enough. Uh, I think both both the offense and the pitching has been right around league average, but they're climbing on their way up, and that's what needs to continue to happen if they want to keep pace with the Cubs and the Cardinals. And the Brewers. And the Brewers. Brewers. You're right. Don't forget about that. That's my team. Snap. Keep pushing them to the side. Don't do that. Well, they um, just swept them, so I was just, you know, leaving them out. No, I know. And it was really impressive. So the Reds' bullpen was really great in Milwaukee yeah. over the last couple days, but you're right with they have the worst bullpen ERA. Now, Lucas Sims has done really well. TJ Antone has been great. He's on the injured list. They expect him back soon. Other than that, they've got to find themselves. And an easy way to do that is via the trade market. We've talked about it. There are already teams that are out of contention that have guys, whether it's Kendall Graveman up there in Seattle, uh, Ian Kennedy down in, in Texas can help you out. And a few other guys will shake loose from the trees as teams continue to fall out of the wayside. The other point is they've got to do something at shortstop. I don't like their shortstop situation. I know Moustakas is going to come back. Maybe that pushes Suarez back to short. I'm not a huge fan of that. He's He's got a negative war. I know they're kind of stuck with his contract. I'm a huge a. Eugenio Suarez fan. I'm, I like him. But he's not an everyday shortstop. And so I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Freddie Galvez end up back there. I just want to say it. Be okay. the first one to say it. We're going to be talking about Freddie Galvez in a little bit, I think. No, oh, yeah, we will. Uh, next one. Speaking of teams that have won six in a row, your old team, one of your old team, the Oakland A's, whose hat I am wearing with the big old elephant on top. Uh, they've won six in a row. They lead Houston by two and a half in the AL West. They're 16 over 500. When are we going to realize this is a damn good team year in and year out? 
I don't know how they do it, man. They just find that pitching, Chris. That's what it is. They, they, who, teams need to go in and send spies into the Oakland A's organization to see what they're doing to find these guys that can pitch the way they do. Um, I, I love watching the team. I don't know. I mean, every year they overachieve in my mind. I look at them on paper think, okay, this is a year they're going to regress. And now they started out 0-6. Everyone thought that, right. like, hey, finally – you know, that. maybe they're not as good as we, you know, give them credit to be. And then, boom, they run off. And I think they're, you know, one of, if not the best records in baseball right now. The M, the I call them the M&M boys. That's that's Minnesota stuff. But the the mats on the corners, man. The we'll really call them the welcome through. mats. Welcome mats. No? Is that what you call it? I like that. I like it. It just popped in my head. Olsen's a freaking stud. Chapman's been slow this year, but he's been getting it going the last couple weeks. And, man, like, I, yeah, just, like, so in the chat, like, Loriano, like, where do you find a guy like that who comes up and becomes one of the better center fielders in the league? It just seems yep. like they find guys. I love their depth on their bench, too. Guys like Chad Pinder and Kemp on the bench. Like, that's they're solid players you've got ready to go and putting in all these different positions. It just seems to me like they just do everything right. And, and I don't know, man, I guess we got to stop doubting them at the beginning of the year. Three other names I'll throw your way. Okay. Maybe even more than that. Mark Tanna's had a great year, two and a half yeah. war, does it all. Uh, yep. Sean Manaya, remember a couple weeks ago, we kind of I didn't call him out, but I said, hey, let's go. When are you going to pick up your game? The month of June, four starts, .44 ERA. <clears throat> and the last one is Bob Melvin. 1,300, yep. more than 1,300 career wins, I believe now. Yeah. It's pretty good. Highly underrated manager. We don't, you know, you like Bo Mel, don't you? I love Bowman. I think he's great. And that's another reason why I think they're they're good year in a year up. Owen six start. I know exactly how Bowman was in in the clubhouse. He was acting like it was a six and zero start. Like that yep. guy doesn't change. He keeps the ship going. A constant, you know, speed going forward. Uh, you know, he's the he's the team temperature and he's excellent at being that kind of guy. Yep. All right, last one. Jose Ramirez with uh, one of the base running gems of the year outside of Javi Baez, uh, gets caught in a rundown in between first and second, works his way to second, and then Rin pops right up and realizes nobody's covering third and wheelbarrows his way to third base. So do we go, hey, Jose, or do we go, hey, Orioles? I don't know. Probably the hey, Orioles thing. Like, Jose did a good job, like, drawing the throw, making sure the go-ahead run um, scored. Mm -hmm. And then – the second baseman was in the right spot. First baseman was in the right spot. Galvis at short was in the right spot. It was when the third baseman came over to try to help at second where things went bad. Now the catcher who had the throw coming home is standing there. The pitcher's backing him up. Somebody's got to go to third base. Usually you want the catcher there and the pitcher at home. But I think everyone was just like, oh, my gosh, what is happening? Before you knew it, yeah, he just standing at third base. And yeah, it wasn't was even close. It wasn't even like they had – he didn't have to try that hard, Chris. He ran to second and was like, okay, I'm going to go to third now. Yeah, but he popped right up and went. So a that complete is... just miscommunication, just a horrible, horrible play from the Orioles. So it's funny because when Jose Ramirez first came up, he thought he was a ghost on the bases. He was one of those guys. And I remember <laughs> one game where I, I think he got thrown out at first, second, third, and home. All in, all in the same game. I was like, what am I watching? And I had, like, flashbacks to, to that play when he got caught up. And I was like, oh, I think it's the most overrated play when a guy gets caught in a rundown because he wants the run to score. Like, most times the run is going to score. Anyway. Yeah, I agree. But then when that happened, I was like, oh, 
Jose, go. And it, go, keep going, do your thing. And then his helmet pops up as always. And he's fun to watch, if nothing else, man. My my guy, Vileka, I love Vileka. He's, I think he was playing second base. He just yes. going after him. I don't know why he – I don't know, man. It was tough to watch. It really is tough to watch. Yeah. Uh, so, once again, I'm going to apologize. I'm going to get all over this VIP ticket thing. If I screwed that up, we'll fix it tomorrow. That's my fault. That's on me if I did screw it up. Uh, if we do have sold out, we are looking forward to seeing you in Denver. If there's still tickets available, we're still looking forward to seeing you in Denver. Real quickly, what do you have coming up on John Boy Media? Today's nothing travel day for me, like I said. And yep. tomorrow I'll be in Montana. I'm going to do our show. Then directly after that, I'm going to be going on Talking Baseball to do the series recap. So I'm excited nice. to kind of get back in the swing of things. And then come Monday, I will be back in my studio ready to go, man. Got it. Well, enjoy that vacation. Uh, Archie Bradley episode has dropped today. Uh, go listen to it. About 20 minutes we focus on on all the baseball sticky stuff because it had just come out a couple hours before we taped with Archie. Uh, he's really good on that. He's good on uh, the NBA jersey thing that he started with the with the Phillies for this particular road trip. Uh, he's got a great story about the netting that fell down <laughs> behind home plate. A bunch of other stuff with Arch. Um He's always fun. He's always entertaining, and he is super honest. So go check that out on our YouTube, uh, John Boy Media Baseball YouTube channel, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right? Bob Melvin, 1,303 wins. I knew he just got over 1,300. Pretty good. I think it's top 35 or something all time. Ain't bad. You need me to look that up real quick? I don't know. You can't. Tomorrow. I'll have tomorrow. that stuff for you tomorrow. tomorrow. Listen, travel safely. I can't wait to see you in Montana. Get a good backdrop where there's mountains and stuff. Can you do that? Uh, you know, like I said, it's, I'll be in Great Falls, not exactly, you know, Yellowstone or whatever. Oh. But I'll do my best. I'll do my best. That's all we need. All right, everybody, have a great baseball Thursday. We'll see you Friday. See you guys.